Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Film Optics, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network, where we discuss film, TV, and all things Hollywood. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm not joined by the man himself, Devin, today, but I have two special guests with me on this review. I have YouTuber James from Real James and Gabe from Cinespection Podcast. How are you guys doing today? Doing great. I'm just so honored to be here because, uh, Gabe, I don't know about you, but I actually listen to the podcast pretty regularly. So to hear my voice this week when it goes live <laughs> is going to be so weird. I might skip it. I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I but we're just so, I'm just so excited to be here. I'm right. excited to be here, too. Thank you so much for having me. I, uh, I've been obsessively thinking about Ted Lasso for for weeks now. Um, and and um, you brought up a good point about listening. Like, do you guys usually listen to yourselves like on your shows? Because I tend to do that. I don't know if it's weird. <laughs> no, no, no I, I do it. Yeah, I, I literally do it all the time. I was on yeah. In Session Film Podcast, and I was like, I can't listen to this. I'm like, well, maybe we can't, I can't do it. And I was like, screw it, I'll do it. Because, like, for whatever reason, if I edit it, I'm fine with it. Because, like, when I go back and, like, edit everything, like, I pretty much listen to the whole thing and make, like, and try to make small edits along the way. Like, I'm no, you know, master of, like, mixing or anything like that. But I do what I can. But, yeah, it's it's weird being on someone else's. And I'm like, no, 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 I can't listen to myself there. If I can listen to my, <laughs> on my own podcast, it's all good. But yeah, it, it it does take some getting used to. Like when we first started off, I was like, I don't want to listen to my voice. I know. But now I'm like, you know what? I hear myself talk every day. So <laughs> I, will, I always have moments where I'm like, uh, I should have said this as I'm talking and listening. And I'm like, I should have said this. And then I say it. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah. <at> least, uh, <laughs> Sometimes it's like I you're responding. Sorry, I'm sorry, Christian. I was gonna say no, something. No, you're good, man. I surprise myself sometimes because what I do is I rewatch my YouTube videos like in a private browser because I want to see how it looks for mm. the audience and see if there's anything that's mistaken, like a, a weird formatting error. But today I was listening to my Jungle Cruise review and I get in my car and I forget that it's playing in my pocket. So I'm like turning up the volume, like I'm ready for some music on the ride home, and it's just my voice making a dad joke in the intro. I'm like, no, no, this is not gonna be <laughs> My windows are down. I'm at a, a red, you know, four way stop sign. It's not, it's not good. No bueno. <laughs> but yeah, it's weird because like I'll listen to myself, and it's almost as if it's like 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 you said, Gabe. It's like oh, you sh- you should have said this. It's like almost having a conversation with yourself, and I'm like exactly. this is really weird. But you're so used to it, and it's right. like it's totally totally fine, man. But uh, for all the listeners out there today, we are going to be reviewing. Ted Lasso season one for all those people who have not had a chance to watch the um, to watch the show or for those have you know it's it's been picking up a lot of traction lately you know it's been it's been nominated for I think around at least 10 Emmys I think it's 16 I could be wrong does anyone know for sure I don't know the number off the top. I don't of my know head. the number either. <laughs> no, it's all right. Let me see if I can find and it. And while you're really looking that up, I actually think it is a good idea that we're talking about it now because I have seen my Twitter feed blow up with people that are saying like, "Oh my gosh, Ted Lasso! Why didn't I start this a year ago?" And that was kind of me too. So, <laughs> yeah, and same I here. Think- same here. Yeah. No, you're you're, you're good, Gabe. No, I was just gonna say same here. Like uh, I, uh, John, my co-host at Sin Inspection, was also mm-hmm. like uh, telling me you should watch Ted Lasso, and I love soccer. Like I'm a big fan. And I was like, I will watch it. I'll just get to it later. And I was watching other things. It's just so many shows and movies you got to watch these days. Like when am I gonna get to everything? And I think Ted Lasso shouldn't have waited. I, I shouldn't have waited. Um, yeah, because it's so good. Well, I mean, we'll get to that, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So as of right now, I'm looking on Emmys.com. So I think this is a safe uh, bet of <laughs> a nice source of information it has 20 nominations, 20, which oh is crazy gosh. for outstanding lead actor, uh, outstanding support actress in a comedy series, um, a few outstanding support actors for a comedy series and outstanding comedy series. And the list goes on and on. Um, it's wow. It's very, very stacked and man. Oh man. So I were, I wanted to ask do you, so do either of you watch like soccer? I'm sorry, football regularly. I, I go back and forth because nice. a, a lot of my friends at work, a lot of them watch soccer, but like I've been saying football 
So I'm like, that is technically the correct term. It's just soccer's, you know, Americanizing it because we have football, which is American <laughs> football. But yeah, so do you guys watch the sport at all? Oh yeah. I don't know about Do you, you really? I'm a huge football fan just because I started covering my colleges, or I should say my alma mater's women's soccer team. And mm. I thought to myself, you know, this sport is boring to me. Nothing happens. I want basketball. I want football. And then they were like, no, you're going on the women's soccer beat. <laughs> and I <laughs> fell in love with the sport. It is an art. I'm a huge Manchester United fan. I'm a huge uh, Real Madrid fan. I, I just, I love football in its entirety. Okay. Okay. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I watch uh, every weekend. I watch uh, my team from Mexico. I'm from Mexico, so I have my team from out there and Barcelona. That's why I watch it. Not right now because it's the summer season's out. Um, but but we have we had uh, of this over the summer we had the Euro and we have the America Cup. So I watch those. Um, yeah, I watch a lot. And uh, I mean, I guess I guess a good point to bring up is how accurate feels. Um, uh, but I don't think they're going for accuracy in this show at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is very true. Well, yeah. it seems that I am the oddball out because I just I don't <laughs> watch soccer. It's not that I don't like it. It's just I guess I haven't had like a perfect opportunity to kind of get into the sport because like with football, excuse me, American football. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I have to say football and <laughs> 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 soccer. So with with football or American football uh, for, you know, those listening overseas, it's just, it's something that was introduced to me at a young age. And it was just, I'm like, I, I like basketball, but not as much as football or pretty much any other sport. I'm not a big baseball fan, but soccer is interesting. I feel like I need to go to like an actual game because I'm from Nashville. They have the Nashville um, soccer club team or the club here. And they do put on games from time to time. And I was supposed to go, a few months ago, but those plans kind of fell through. But I really would like to experience, you know, it, it in a live event because I know obviously it is, you know, more than just America. It is the world's most popular sport. So, <laughs> it, <laughs> and it's, some people seem to forget that. But it's like you got to acknowledge that. Like, come on, it's <laughs> it, it, it's a struggle because I feel like for American uh, audiences, soccer is a tough sell because if you watch basketball um football like people are scoring like every few minutes so, yeah. something's happening like all the time hockey whatever um but soccer you could have 90 minutes of zero zero right uh, or one goal and and it just it's it's a tough sell like I, I i've noticed that a lot you know i've been living in the u.s for several years and just people are not used to it it's like when is something gonna happen right <laughs> um so i, I mean they sit struggle. there and watch baseball all day so i don't think that's a good you know, yeah. excuse for them because you can have nothing happen for baseball for like innings upon innings. And it's like finally something happens. So I think they just don't want to get into a new sport. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Baseball is garbage. I mean, <laughs> sorry. I mean, I, I just can't get into baseball. No, it's sorry. all right, man. Like, hey, that, that's your opinion. Like, I'm. I'm sorry, James. What about you? It looks like James wants to jump in. What I will say is that football watching football is much easier when you have someone to talk to about it it's a communal sport if i watch a zero zero tie or a nil nil tie excuse me for 95 minutes 100 minutes i feel like i'll be okay with it if i'm with my friends or if i'm with you Mm. know someone who's super interested in the sport but if i'm watching it by myself that's when i start to get a little disinterested but then i'll go on twitter talk with some of my friends so that's the thing you have to make sure it's a communal effort at first christian and i think you'll fall in love with it (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm I'm gonna give it a try. Like I really want to, and uh, my team lead at work. You know, he's huge, huge uh, soccer guy. So he's hopefully he'll invite me over for something. But we'll see. <laughs> I'll be like, hey, uh, what are you doing this weekend? He's like, watching some football. I'm like I'm like, oh, you mean soccer? He's like, no. <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> but now it's all right. But yeah, um, so. Let's get into our Ted Lasso review here. We're going to start here right after this short break. Oi, mate, this is you. I believe it is. Wicked. You coaching football. You are a legend for doing something so stupid. I mean, it's mental. They're going to murder you. This is a bit of news from the other side of the Atlantic. AFC Richmond announced the hiring of their new manager, American football coach Ted Lasso. You're an American who's now in charge of a football club despite possessing very little knowledge of the game. Oh! I know that AFC Richmond is going to give you everything they got, win or lose. Or tie. Right, y'all do ties here. Yeah, I don't like to do it. I don't like to do it. Oh, 
see that? He must be from England, yeah? Wales. That another country? Yes and no. How many countries are in this country? Four. So now we are officially in to the Ted Lasso season one um, review after, you know, a little bit of, you know, banter and just like warming up to the, you know, the get, getting into the weeds, I guess, you know, the meat and potatoes of this show. Um, so I, I guess like how let's kind of start with how you guys like tackled it, because I know with a- Apple TV plus it hasn't really been on a lot of people's radar given that it is technically the cheapest, I mean, oh, minus Peacock. I don't really count Peacock, but <laughs> the, che- the, the cheapest, <laughs> I guess, paid option that you can have. And it's only, what, six bucks a month? And this show has been out since last year, and it flew under a lot of people's radars. Um, I, I was really excited for Apple TV Plus when it first came out because I was watching... Um, C with Jason Momoa, which actually isn't that bad. Like I kind of <laughs> like, I kind of liked it. Like I went, I got through the first season. I don't know if there's a second season yet. There might be, but I haven't really checked back. But I've heard great things about like Mythic Quest. Um, I fell in love with uh, Dickinson when it first came out. I've watched both of those seasons. Love Haley Seinfeld and uh, The Morning Show and a few others as well. But um, so I guess my question is, when did you guys first start? When did you guys first hear about it and what prompted you to watch the show? I guess we'll start with James. Sure. So the first time I heard about Ted Lasso was from critics, like fellow colleagues of ours, and they were raving about it, saying it's the next best thing. But at the time, I was kind of uh, too preoccupied to really get started. And I also didn't have an Apple TV Plus account either. And I was so weary of like, okay, do I need to go and like subscribe to another account like do i need to go ahead and pay seven more dollars a month is the show really that worth it but it's funny because it took me up until this year for someone to say hey season two is right around the corner and this is legitimately some of the best tv that i've watched and it was a good friend of mine actually that's that i need to get into it so i dove into the first episode i didn't know they were 30 minute episodes so it was so easy to digest everything and i started episode two and then I started crying and then I got into episode three and then four it snowballed from that entire weekend. So literally last weekend was when I just binged the entire first season. And from that point on, I just like, I'm a huge fan of this show. I'll recommend it to anyone. Okay. All right. Okay. What about you? Did you watch and, it in 2020 or did you jump on the bag wagon this year? I, I jumped in it this year. I jumped in it what, three weeks ago or something like that. It wasn't mm-hmm. because the new season was coming out. It just, uh, I love Apple TV plus. I don't think, enough people are watching and john and i have gone over john my co-host at cinespectrum have gone over this several times like apple tv plus like the new hbo in the sense that it's the the new like sophisticated programming they have like the really high quality shows like hbo like early 2000s hbo like they had like you know a few shows but they were all really high quality really great production value um and i started because i i started watching uh Shyamalan's, uh uh, servant i don't know if you've seen that one that's a hell of a show it's i hear really it's good. great i yeah. hear it's great <laughs> it, it's so entertaining it's so Shyamalan, like the humor i mean if you like mm. his humor if you like you know it's kind of creepy not really horror but anyway i love that one and then we jump to uh tehran it's mm. uh it's a thriller like a political thriller kind of like 24 if any of you guys watched 24 back in yeah, the day yeah, yeah. it's kind of like a 24 but with the of the israel um iran conflict so it's really interesting. I mean, that's that's kind of show I'd never seen. You know, most of it is not English. You know, it's 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 uh, it's Persian, like you know. Um, and then and then I was waiting to finish Tehran before I started Ted Lasso, and it wasn't until like three weeks ago. And then all of a sudden, it was like, oh, new season's coming. Perfect. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't have to wait a year for this thing. Um, it's delightful. I mean, it's it's just. Uh, it, and anyone can like the show, like James was saying, right? It's just delightful. It's just cheerful. It's it's just great character. It's just it's it's everything you need. Yeah. So for me, uh, you know, much like a lot of other people, I, I I knew season two was coming, but I didn't really pay too much attention to it until uh, Jacob from over at Music City Drive-In. Like we like a lot of the same things. And my co-host, Devin, he started watching it. And usually anything that he recommends to me, he's like, hey, he's like, I think you would watch this. Like we watched uh, and reviewed, was it Sweet Tooth on uh, Netflix? And like, I absolutely loved it. I was like, all right, like I'll, I'll give Ted Lasso a try. I didn't think it was going to be bad or anything because I've been meaning to get back into 
Apple TV Plus. I really only had it for Dickinson season one and season two. And like, I've always wanted to try a Mythic Quest and kind of go back to a few other shows. And I was like, okay, well, I knew what it was about. And I love like British banter. I love, love, love UK shows, like no matter what it is. I love the accent. I absolutely adore the culture. (laughs) And it was just, I was like, oh, like I knew he was like coaching you know, a football club, but I didn't know it was like, Oh, they were taking an American football player into, you know, the other all, all across the pond. I'm like, Oh, this is actually really interesting. And he's this dude from Kansas, you know, Jason Sudeikis, like what we know with, with his, um, his Southern accent, it's like, I can't even pull that off. Like it's, <laughs> it's so, it's like a hard Southern accent. Like it's definitely Kansas, but like, it sounds a little bit Texas, I'm like, is he from Texas? I'm like, oh no, he's from Kansas. I'm like, okay, that's why he's so nice. <laughs> 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 but it's the the show is very, very infectious. And I was I was hooked, like, much as mayor of Easttown, I was hooked by episode one. And I was like, this is amazing. And I'm like kicking myself that I haven't watched, I you know, didn't watch it until now. I'm like, well, all 10, you know, episodes of season one are there, so why not? So it was just, man, oh, man, crazy, crazy stuff. But um, I wanted to kind of get into what do you guys think of the story so far? Like, because it is prompted as more of like a comedy or a dramedy, I guess you could say. Um, do you do you guys usually stick around more for the jokes, like for the laughs? Or do you um, are you guys more invested into the story as it goes on? So I know for myself personally, I'm very invested in the characters. Like Mm. that is what drew me in because comedy for me can come and go. Like even Space Force on Netflix was really funny, but the characters weren't as interesting here. They find this awesome formula where the show is about Ted Lasso, but they give enough of a spotlight and make us care about the supporting characters, or I should say the team itself. So my favorite character isn't actually Ted Lasso. Like he's great. Don't get me wrong. My favorite character is Sam. Because he's so relatable for me. Because growing up when I played sports, everyone looked at me like, this kid is just too nice. He's always a pushover. Like He's not going to do anything. He's always in his books or whatever. And then eventually when you do something that is great, that does help the team out, and then you get recognized for it, it's one of the best feelings in the world. Now, that never happened for me personally, but it happened to Sam <laughs> early in the season. And I thought that was great. They gave him a birthday cake. So these are characters that in any other show, I think, would have just been pushed off to the side and it would have just been about Ted Lasso. But instead, the show in 30 minutes gives us enough room to fall in love with everyone. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Just everybody has their own thing. Um, and, and and it just finds a way for everybody's got like their own. Like this guy's the, you know, Roy Kent is the Steve Grumpy guy, right? And then um, Rebecca is the stiff lady and everybody has their own thing, but they just go way past that. Like just the setup, right? The first few minutes, like this is what this person has, but it doesn't mean we're going to go with the same joke for like, you know, 20 episodes. And the, and if you see Rebecca in the last episode compared to the first episode, there's been some growth, but she's still Rebecca, right? Um, I, I like everybody. I mean, Ted is, I'm surprised how much I like Ted. I think I'll talk about him because <laughs> all I knew Jason Sudeikis from was from that horrible movie uh, with Owen Wilson, uh, Hall Pass. That was such mm. a bad movie. <laughs> it was just like I'm unfunny. Uh, like, you know, you know how when you were like 14 or 15, you thought the the uh, Ferrelli brothers or Farrelly, however you pronounce it, brothers from there's something about Mary and, mm. you know, all those like early 2000 comedies. You were like 14. You're like, oh, they're really funny. But you watch them now. It just looks so tasteless. Well, Hall yeah. Pass was all that, but like worse. Um, and so I was just like, I don't know about Jason Sudeikis, but this role, as you were saying, like the accent. Of course, the screenplay, but just the way he sells every line, because I don't know if you guys know this, but Ted Lasso first debuted on uh, on some NBC commercials a few years ago. Did it really? Yeah. Seven years ago, like 2014. You can find him on YouTube. Um, so, so many of the jokes of the first season are from that, like the, the, how many countries are in this country and, uh, <laughs> is that an offside? What is an offside? And, yeah. and the four quarters, two halves. Oh, you know, stuff like, like all those things are from that, that old show. Um, so the fact that they took that show that was just meant that, that, sorry, that commercial, those, that, that character, Coach Beard is in it. Like everybody was in it. Um, <laughs> yeah. And they took that joke and just expanded it to this lovable character that's not just a, a caricature of a, an American not knowing what, what football is. Yeah. And just expanding, it's just amazing. 
Amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I really like it how with, with Ted, he's, he's not like the, I guess you could say the stereotypical American where he doesn't give a crap about any other sport besides like football and things like that. And like thinking, <laughs> yeah. you know, like soccer, like some people say like, Oh, you know, it's a field fairy sport, whatever. Like he's really just, and I, it's just things I've heard around the bush. I promise. It's not, what, what, do, you, what do you mean field fairy? What does that I mean? don't know. I've just heard, I've heard the term and I'm like, I guess I'm like, this doesn't make any sense, but I guess it's an insult. If you want to like piss off a soccer fan, but I wouldn't do it, but you know, it is what it is. But I've I've heard that term like all through like high school. It was crazy. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. I don't know. But <laughs> I really like how Ted Lasso, like he's he I mean, he takes on this job of like, yeah, he's like, I'll, you know, I'll I'll coach, you know, like football, like actual football. Like, and you know, they do show like his ignorance in some ways, but it's like even with every single character that he meets, it's, it's so hard not to love him. And it's like, it's, you know, he's constantly optimistic, but he's not like annoyingly like it's, but he's not like um, Michael Scott from the office. Like he's not an idiot. Like I was like, okay. Yeah. He's not stupid. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. He's not stupid at all. And then I was like, I'm like, okay, if this is literally just, you know, the office, but with soccer, like, I'm out, but it wasn't because <laughs> I was like, okay, like how is Ted Lasso going to interact with all these other people? Coach Beard, he has like some of the perfect one-liners in the entire show, but I think my favorite character has to be Roy Kent. I don't know why. Like he's just, he, he's Mr. Grouch. He tells yeah. how, is it, how it is <laughs> and he's just, he's just so blunt and I love that like British mentality and just like everyone else that you meet with um, even like the oh my gosh, it was kind of like the, the sports trio in the bar when they're trying when they're facing, I think it was against Manchester. And you know, everyone's like calling him a wanker or whatever. And um everyone's like, Oh my god, he's terrible. And then uh the black guy he's like, Well, oh, has a nice family though. He's like, damn it, Paul, <laughs> don't humanize him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was just dying. Like, I love their humor so so much, but uh, back to you. Uh, um, oh my gosh, James. I'm sorry. It's been a long, long day. It's Who's okay. your favorite character outside of like Ted Lasso or Coach Beard? Oh no, uh, no. You said Sam. I'm sorry. I did, but can I at least talk a little bit about Ted yeah, Lasso himself? Because sure. I had a buddy tell me. <laughs> he, uh, he told me he said, "Hey, James, uh, the same person who told me to get on the show. He's like, you need to watch Ted Lasso because if you were ever a head coach, I feel like you would be just like him." And I'm like, "I'll take that as a compliment, but I need to watch the show first because I'm almost afraid. Like, what if this dude starts cursing? Like, I haven't said a curse word in like six and a half years, so I, I don't know." <laughs> so I, I went into the show, and I actually think that Ted Lasso is the epitome of the perfect sports coach because his unorthodox style is so good for the sport because they need a refresher like this almost kind of pokes fun at football in a way too with how like you know okay we have to go by these traditions we have to do this and that and he puts up a crooked believe sign and players believe in that more than they do anything they'll ever read in a book so I mean Ted Lasso (laughs) comes in brings in this unorthodox coaching style and I mean he's just a lovely person to be around I mean if I had someone make me biscuits every day too I think I'd be very happy first of all but (laughs) he is just an incredible character and i think jason sudeikis is the best fit for him and i actually can't see anyone else playing this character no no i can't like he's he's the one that sells it and 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 if we're still before we move on from characters can we talk a second about danny rojas yeah yeah for sure go ahead there's something about that guy's (laughs) face he's always like it just his face is like happiness right (laughs) (laughs) and 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 apparently i i heard this today that um the, the the creator of the show said that the footballist life phrase was made up by the actor in his audition. <laughs> that is perfect. That is so perfect. <laughs> it's amazing. I think he's happier than Ted. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I th- the actor's great. name is uh, Cristo Fernandez, right? If I'm not mistaken, I think he he's actually pretty big overseas. He's or I should say out of the U.S. Uh, I think he's been in so many different other projects he was in uh oh guys he's apparently a mexican actor and filmmaker uh he's done hitman 2 a voice in hitman 2 i know christian you play a lot of video games so (laughs) i i I have to look that up it's been a while since i played hitman but yeah i have to look that up (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I'd never heard of him before. I was actually wondering whether she was he was Mexican or not. Um, I mean, he's good. He's great. I mean, everybody's is like casting has been spot on for everybody. Mm. Did you know? You want another funny trivia? Um, the lady that plays Rebecca, the actress, is the same mm. lady that yells shame in Game of Thrones. Yes, that is her. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, that's her. I was like, I've seen her somewhere. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> insane. She's a chameleon. She's a chameleon. She really she, is. She, she low key gives some of the best like moments of acting in the show. I actually think she is probably the most solid actor in the series so far. She's menacing, but also like puts a lot of heart in between like these scenes that are supposed to be broken up by some tension. And then she also acts with her eyes a lot. So I, I love her in the show. She's yeah. great. Even with like, oh my gosh, it's oh sorry. Oh, my laundry's done. Uh, I was like, what is that noise? La- laundry is life. <laughs> yeah, laundry's life. Laundry's laundry life. is life. <laughs> but yeah, I really like uh, Rebecca's journey because, you know, she originally hires Ted out of spite of her ex who, you know, apparently cheated on her. God knows how many times. Right. And he's like, I'm going to just, she's, well, she says, I'm going to destroy like the number one thing that, you know, he holds dear. And then, here comes Ted. No one expects his his kindness, his understanding, and he has his own problems at home. You know, his life's not perfect with, you know, with his wife and his kids and, you know, going through that whole uh, divorce. And, like, even when you see, like, we see, like, a little bit of, like, anxious Ted and then more of, like, a, I guess you could say stressed out, like, annoyed Ted when he talks to Nate. Which is also one of my favorite characters. Nate is amazing. Amazing. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And it's like when you see Ted, you know, kind of go into that, I guess you can call it rage or disappointment. It's like, oh my God, like this is not the person I've known for X amount of episodes. And it just, it really hits you. It's crazy. Right. Right. Yeah, Jamie Tart was the one character to really be the yin to Ted Lasso's yang. Like he was always opposite. He was always kind of just like conflicting with everything Ted Lasso did and said. And I thought that was actually a brilliant story decision. Like bring in Jamie Tart, a character who is totally the opposite of Ted Lasso and see how they'll try to get along. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. And then because he's like the obnoxious like like star, right? In any sport, you have the obnoxious guy that, you know, and 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 but Again, he's not just the bully. Like this show is way past like just this is the bull- the bully. This is the other guy. Like they humanize him so much that you know those scenes. I mean, I don't know if we're going to sp- in the spoilers, but there's several. Well, scenes yeah, about- yeah, yeah. We're, yeah. Before we do, hold on one second, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be getting into spoilers <laughs> right now. So this is your second spoiler warning. Sorry for that. Like we kind of got carried away, and that was. Totally, totally my fault. And you know what? It's all good. Continue, Gabe. <laughs> well, I, I was just going to say that. that, that scene, I, I, well, one thing. I love that Metal Gear uh, sound effect. That is oh, perfect, perfect. I have so many. I have a curse one. Give me the f- Oh, <laughs> Gabe needed it in the pre-show. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. This I, I really do like this thing. I, I try not to use it you know too too much but you know when it warrants for it definitely but yeah sorry gabe go, go ahead and continue <laughs> no i was just uh, gonna say that that scene in the finale um with his father i mean he had he had hinted at the relationship with his parents throughout the season but then that scene in the end when you're like okay so that's why this guy is so hard you know because sometimes the bullies are the ones that are bullied the most you know like when you know you go to school and this guy's the bully like he's probably bullied at home Right. And that's yeah. how people tend to compensate that. Um, so they go as far into that, like, you know, and then Ted gives him, I mean, that's not really to the character. Ted gives him a note <laughs> saying like, you finally passed the, the damn ball. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's just fantastic. Fantastic. Um, it just, it's just great work. And, 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 and there is no villain, right. There is no like, and that's, that's, that's what works so well about it because like everybody's like in their own way, like appealing, right. If you're kind of like, you know, you're like the stiff guy, the the angry guy, the, the guy that's just like, like, I feel like Roy Kent is the guy like you're talking to and you feel like he's not into it. Like he wants to punch you right after you're done talking. Right. Yeah. You're just like, I want to finish this <laughs> sentence quick. Otherwise, Roy is going to be pissed. Or he's going to be super <laughs> disinterested. And it's like, God, I love him so much. I don't know he's what so it is. 
man it's oh just man. it's so funny that the only person in the show that 100 percent gets rory kent and can break down his walls is his niece it's insane yeah. <laughs> i know oh my god so of course and you know uh, have you seen season i mean episode one of season two yet gabe or now yeah i have i have yeah okay okay so james hasn't so we have to just that's what i'll let you know so we don't get oh, too, okay. too, yeah 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 because yeah it's <laughs> It's good stuff. I think there's two episodes <laughs> out right now. I think no, no. Only- the second episode's on Friday. One. It's, it's on Friday. Every, okay. One per week. I love that, by the way. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Apple, for doing a weekly show and Disney Plus. Because honestly, like when Stranger Things comes out, like we all love Stranger Things. I assume you guys love it too, yeah. right? And it comes out, and then a week after, nobody's talking about Stranger Things. We're on to the next thing. And when they do a weekly thing, then we talk about Ted Lasso on the next week. Tech, like, and it just stays. Like, we're still talking more about, you know, uh, WandaVision or whatever. Like, because we've had more times to to digest and talk about it. And I love that Apple does that. I'm so happy. Yeah. I was going to ask you guys, do you guys prefer the, um, you know, binge method model? Because, I mean, for all of us, we did binge through season one of Ted Lasso, but now we kind of get a do over with season two. And at first I was worried that was going to be kind of like burnt out by the end of it, but it's like, no, I kind of knowing season two is out now. It's, I kind of want more, but it's weird because a lot of these popular shows really don't start hitting their popularity until season two game of Thrones. Nobody gave a crap about game of Thrones in the first like season. I loved it because it was so by the book, but like, I think it was the penultimate episode of season two with the battle of Blackwater Bay that like, you know, with the green fire, that's when people started getting interested. Right. And it was really, really weird, but like it happens with so many shows out there, like shadow and bone, like season one, it's been getting really good praise, but it's like, you know, it's getting a season two. Now it's starting to pick up more traction. Same thing with uh, Bridgerton season two. So it's like, it's really, really weird how, how all of that works, you know, like, I mean, who cares if you jump on the bandwagon or not, because, you know, you're, you're giving money to a company, you're getting entertainment in, in, uh, in return. And I, I really am happy that we, we get a second season to kind of just digest it like week by week, because I do feel like that is better because I mean, what Disney's been having us talk about their shows and we're already halfway through the year because it's been week to week but i really hope that netflix i hope netflix does that with stranger things or at least give us like three episodes chunk by chunk like something like i i really don't know but they kind of did that with fear street i mean that was a trilogy but it's like they could have just uploaded all of it you know at once but they were like no we're gonna do three-part event i'm like i wonder if they're gonna if they're gonna follow the trend with apple tv plus you know what I will so. say is that it gets. Oh, I didn't mean to cut you off, Gabe. I'm no, sorry. you're good. I'm no, just no, no, say, <laughs> what I will oh, say. Oh, sorry. Is I thought you were like, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. like, oh, it's fine that you cut Gabe off. Go ahead. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gabe. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. Screw that what, guy. <laughs> what I will say is that studios, they do take a big risk when they throw out original shows week by week because what if it doesn't pick up? Like, what if they don't get the buzz they're looking for? Because honestly, with Ted Lasso, social media is how I got onto this show. Word of mouth yeah. is how I got onto this show. If a show like Shadow and Bone, for example, was week by week and let's say it failed and it didn't, thank God, because I love that show. And unfortunately, it wasn't week by week. I think it would have done Amen. much better that way. <laughs> I think that it's a risk. Now, Ted Lasso would have paid off, of course, no matter what, just because the cast is impeccable. But I do think it is a risk. So maybe that's why Netflix was like, kind of like not they didn't want to do that they were like let's give you everything at one time and if you don't like it at least you hit play and we can register that as a play it's a view but if you don't watch week by week and our numbers drop off then we don't get a return on our investment i wonder well, if that's also, why they, sorry go ahead you're good yeah no netflix loves the binging culture right mm-hmm. i mean that that's just netflix mo and it's not for every uh every other um um, um uh, streaming platform right as mm-hmm. we're seeing hbo is also releasing weekly i think hbo max yeah, 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 yeah. But like HBO, before HBO Max was the thing, HBO has, you know, they've been doing that for ages. Like <clears> even <throat> Nickelodeon, like old school, like early 2000s, stuff like that, like with like iCarly, Victorious, all that stuff, like last Drake Airbender. and Josh. Yeah, Last Airbender. Yes, thank you. Thank you, James. <laughs> 
Oh man, I've even listening to the podcast. By the way, the yes, Braving I have. Elements. Braving the Elements is so awesome, dude. It is real. Anyone out there listening, if you are a huge Avatar: The Last Airbender fan, I know this is more of a you know detour, but definitely check out <laughs> Avatar: Braving the Elements. It is so so good. I think they just released a new episode today with um, Sokka. Sokka's yeah, Jack, Jack the Senna. Yeah, I gotta watch. I gotta listen to that one. But it is it is fan freaking fantastic. Anyway, sorry. Back to <laughs> back to the topic at hand. Uh, yeah, when it, you know, for the binging, it's just I really don't know. I really I I, I just like the week to week because it just it gives you more of that you know communal you know when you're talking about people week to week. And I just with Netflix, I mean, I know it's their entire business model, but I feel like they could change it. But it it just depends. But I wonder why that's if that's why they've had so many shows canceled because they pump out so much stuff and it's like, there's so many good things out there on Netflix that kind of get overlooked because there's something new, like overshadowing. I really don't know. It's, it's so strange, but I really hope they wake up (laughs) in a way (laughs) or just, you know, at least try it out. If it's not for them, it's not for them because it also depends on how the show is shot and how, you know, how it's paced or it's like, Hey, you know, we're going to release this all at once because, you know, it's paced the way to where you can just binge it all in a few days. But yeah. And before I know what we're about to move off this topic, but the last thing I'll say about the whole week to week viewing cliffhanger endings for week to week episodes are much more impactful than when you just have next episode and then the little bars going up and you know, it's just going to automatically play and skip the intro. So five seconds, me, like, wait, oh my God. Like, right. You have no time to digest it. Instead, I'm not it's like, ready. I'm going to the next one. I have no suspense right. waiting for me at the end. Like, no, I, I think week to week is the way to go. And we were doing it guys for how many years when we were growing up, we were week to week. No it, was all, it was all we knew. Literally, it was all we knew. And it's like, what's this binging method? And now there's, you know, all these like older like sitcoms and stuff where you can just blow through within a week or two. Yeah. So, but um, I actually wanted to open up the floor, moving back to Ted Lasso. But <laughs> um, I wanted to open up the floor to you guys. You know, if there's anything you wanted to talk about the show that you enjoyed, what you liked, what you didn't like. And I guess we'll start with Gabe. Just anything that comes to mind. Well, I mean, I want to I want to get into um, how inaccurate this is in relation to real life soccer. Um, it's <laughs> I mean, it's really, really funny because I, I at first I was like, well, I mean, this is, you know, apparently at least shot in, 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 in the UK. Right. Um, most of the actors are British. Uh, at least the ones that are supposed to be British are British and, you know, all that. Um, but then you have like several things of how, like, for example, the, the, I noticed that the, the, the last episode, we have the last, uh, game of the season, everybody's wearing like winter clothes cause it's really cold. It's like the last <laughs> game of the season would be in May. So, like, um, but, but I feel like they just shot, um, the episode in the winter and they were just like, uh, who cares, you know? And it's not really much about the sport, really. Like even when, um, Manchester City, they play against bigger teams, Manchester City. I think they play against uh, Tottenham at, at some point. Um, like, they don't, um, like, they didn't bring in any of the real players or, you know, even the jerseys, I don't think, are the real ones. Like, mm. not Nike or Adidas or whatever, you know, they mm. would be. Um, it's not really a complaint because I think I, the very first couple of episodes, I was like, they're not going for authenticity. Mm-mm. Um and and that's that's totally fine. I mean, I, I think that's probably why you know it it impacts so many people like you, Christian, that you're not really particularly into soccer, but but you enjoy you know because of the characters, because of other things, right? So I I, I like there's not really a complaint. It's just something you know to point out because it's kind of funny how they just oh yeah absolutely yeah. yeah I didn't think there was going to be a lot of inconsistent like a lot of consistencies with this. I'm like obviously you know the the nature of the game has to be there, you know, but yeah, like, you know, like you said, the finale of, you know, the final game of the season, I didn't know it was in May. So it's like, but I didn't, it didn't really cross my mind. I was like, Oh, it's just, I, this must be cold. You know, they're just wearing their, you know, athleisure wear or whatever you want to call it, <laughs> <laughs> you know? So it's like, Oh, yeah. cool. Like, I mean, it's, it's stylish stuff. I'm like, that's awesome. And I didn't know that. I mean, I knew Manchester city was a new, was a real team, but 
um, with, you know, the team that they focus on in the show. And I'm blanking on the name of the team right now. I didn't know that AFC was Richmond. Yeah. Yeah. AFC rich. I didn't know that was like an actual real soccer club. Like oh, it's I, not. It, no, it's, it's not. not I thought it was. Oh, it, it's, okay. It's based on one club, uh, Gabe. I, I can't think of Whoops. the name right now, but it it is it, it is based on a club in the I Premier mean, it, League. Yeah, it looks like the like Queens Queens Park Rangers or one of those smaller London teams, um, hmm. uh, West Ham, uh, Fulham. There's like, like there's a million teams in London, so it's probably based on one of those smaller ones. I'm not sure which one. Um, I just got the jersey. They're selling the jersey. If you guys are interested, I You're just kidding. got mine they right really? before the call. Yeah, with Whoa, Roy Kent's number on it. God. You're kidding me, Gabe. Shoot Do me not tell me that. Yes, I promise. <laughs> I need to get me a Danny Rojas or a Sam jersey, please. Shoot me I really need to. Yeah, well, you, you, they have both. So so you can either pick, like, they have Roy Kent's, they have uh, Danny Rojas uh, and, and Sam's, but you can also have your own name, right? So whatever, mm-hmm. James, number 25, whatever number well, you what like. What side is this? Uh, interesting. So you go, go on the uh, AFC Richmond Twitter uh, account. And oh it says gosh. buy merch, and surprisingly, the store is the the uh, WB um, Warner Brothers uh, store. Oh yeah, that's the right. show was produced by Warner Brothers, uh, which right. is, I You're didn't right. know. I didn't know until I I went on the site. And I was like, oh, interesting. It's the same <laughs> store as Game of Thrones and. How much do you guys think that Warner Brothers is kicking themselves in the butt for not putting this on HBO Max? They would have got so many subscribers from this show Dude, alone. <laughs> I know. I was like, wait, Warner Brothers television production. I'm like, what is this doing on Apple TV Plus? I'm like, I don't, but well, then again, Animaniacs, that's on Hulu. So, yeah. I mean, well, they, they do that all the time. Like, to be fair, mm-hmm. like, like they, like, for example, Cobra Kai is produced by uh, Sony Pictures. Uh, for example, my girlfriend and I watch The Bachelor every week. The Bachelor is produced by yes. Warner, yes. but it airs on ABC. There you go, James. Bachelor <laughs> um, <laughs> Nation fan. All right, well, moving on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we can have a whole episode about that. I, I'm, I'm more into it than I care to admit. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, it happens all the time. They produce shows for it, it, right now, like people like Disney, people, well, studios like Disney try to keep it like at home. But, but I, I think. Warner's probably doing okay with having Ted Lasso there. You know, they probably could have boosted subscribers, and, but but ultimately, that's the thing I feel about Ted Lasso. It still feels small enough that it's just a small section of audiences that's watching. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I literally just pulled off the AFC Richmond Warner Brothers shop, so I was like, oh, there it is. You can get you can get uh, be a goldfish T shirts and uh, you, you I like that phrase. Stuff. Yeah, I really yeah, like sure. how they use that phrase. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know, just move. It, but it's just a perfect analogy. It's you know, forgive and forget. Just move on. Don't move think on. about too much about the past because, yeah, we we've definitely seen that. Oh my, they have mugs, t-shirts, hoodies, the all the you stuff. I, it, <laughs> it's it's. I mean, I just I just ordered it because. Uh, 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 I, ta- I was talking to John again, my co-host was at, at the inspection. He's on his honeymoon, but we were texting, <laughs> and he was like, "Oh shit, have you seen that they sell the jerseys?" And I was like, "Yeah, but it's a bit expensive. I don't know if I should get it." And he was like, "I'm getting mine, so get yours." Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so we both got it like right now. Oh my gosh, I I might have to go with the Troy Kent because I went to Kent State University, so I got oh, two go. meetings for me. So. Man, should not. So if I were you, shot. if I were you though, I would get it, get it personalized, and then write Kent number six yeah. because for some reason in the store it says Kent zero six, which is just weird. That is not yeah, his I actual number. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I, I just went with a personalized one. Is the same price. Anyway, we're just plugging the store now. But <laughs> <laughs> hey, Warner Brothers. Uh, or, I'm sorry, Apple. Whatever. It's I guess it's a combination of the two, but. <laughs> I mean, it's we're passionate good. about the team, right? If it makes you care for the team. It, it really does. And th- that's another thing. This it's, you know, when it comes to these kind of shows with, you know, coaching a certain sport, like we've seen with like the way back and uh, we've seen it uh, more, a uh, more comedy side of um, my gosh, what was the name of blue mountain state? Have you guys seen that? So no. that was it. That, no. that was, that was like American football team, but it was, super super like comedian like super raunchy kind of like a mix between like a full 
a show about uh, coaching football in American Pie, essentially. Mm, so, so like Friday Night Lights in American Pie? Are you thinking? Yeah, that? yeah, I guess so. But then you have shows like you know Friday Night Lights, which is more of just like straight drama, and you know you still get the same effect. But it's I I really like the I guess dramedy side of Ted Lasso because yeah, like the drama is there, but I just I feel like I connect more with these characters through Ted Lasso than I did through Friday Night Lights. And I like Friday Night Lights, the the show. I, I don't think I've ever seen the movie, but um, it's good. I, I, I've, I've heard it's good. It's, it's, it's on my watch list. There's a lot of things on my watch list, but yeah, it's, it's something about this show that kind of like, I, I think it's just the characters. I mean, the story could go anywhere. It's, like I wouldn't even care, but it's, it does have more of like the personal journeys with, you know, Rebecca dealing with her divorce. And now you have Ted, you know, dealing with his and, you know, you have Jamie going off and him being pulled from back to Manchester or pulled. And the, I think the best scene of the show for me, at least was when Rebecca kind of confesses everything that she's done to yes. Ted. And then he just kind of looks at her and he's like, I forgive you. And it's like you you don't hear anyone say that word in today's no. like world at all. No one will easily forgive somebody else when it comes to certain things like that. And it's just like, you know, be a goldfish. And he's like, hey, he's like, I understand, you know, um, that divorce is hard and you know, it makes you do crazy things. And he's just like, and it's like, that's that. I was like, oh my god. What? Wow. Dude, Christian, I'm so glad you brought that scene up because it is also my favorite scene and it's the scene I literally bawled my eyes out over because (laughs) it's the line right after he says divorce makes you do crazy things and he says uh, when they're hugging, he says, uh, there's one thing I truly believe in. It's that if you love someone enough, you can get through anything together. And then she says, I have a feeling you're not just talking about you or I. And it's like, he's thinking about, I guess his ex-wife and he's still like going through that. And it's just, Oh, it's so emotional. I ain't going to cry. It it kills me. It kills me. But, um, I want to, I guess Gabe really quick. I know we've been talking here for a while. Oh my gosh. Well, uh, did you have like a favorite scene of the show so far? Oh God. Um, no, you know what I really liked? I mean, it's not particularly emotional, but I <laughs> I loved it when Nathan read what he thought about each player to their faces. <laughs> because Nathan was like, you know, the water boy, the, you know, the guy that just like picks things up and everything. So he was essentially a fan of the team that happened to work with the team, but everybody ignored him, blah, blah. And imagine you being like whatever your favorite team is in whatever sport, right? And they've, if they're having a bad season, and all of a sudden they tell you, you can say whatever you want to each of them, like whatever you've been thinking about their performance, about like, and he just goes for it. Like Nathan just goes for it. Like what he says to Roy, like, you know, you used to like feel like you want to eat the grass and you were like, you know, eat somebody or whatever. Like, you know, yeah. that attitude, you're losing that with your age. And then Roy's like. He picks up the 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 um, like a bench or something that's like it just, ah, it destroys the thing, and then he just like goes all in, and it's just like that moment to me was just like yeah, imagine being the fan, getting that chance, and the, the players' reactions were just like yeah, I think I still need to do some work. Um, I, I love that. I love that. Yeah, that was hilarious because it's it's Nate, and you know yeah. he's the guy who gets pushed around, and it's like literally <clears> the <throat> last thing. That you would hear them, you know, talk crap about somebody. And they're yeah. just like, oh my gosh, like, what is going <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, it's, right not, it's not even. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's not even like particularly constructive criticism in every point. Like, some of them he just makes like, like, kind of like, oh, don't be an idiot. Like, you know, it just yeah. goes for it. <laughs> <laughs> Manny Riles, he's like tough, but fair. <laughs> he's like, he doesn't, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even have a comeback because he knows it's true. He's like, all right, I, I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, that that was a great, great scene, along with Sam's birthday scene that we mentioned earlier, because that was just it really just shows the kind of coach that Ted Lasso is. So another yeah. honorable mention is Rebecca singing Let It Go. Yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> she low-key crushes it though, doesn't she? Yeah, like, yeah she does. She I has a great like, singing is voice. Is that really yeah. her that was really her singing? I'm I'm hoping it was because I don't know. I hope so too. Yeah. Because that was wow. I was like, Carrie, oh, this 
this isn't even karaoke anymore. <laughs> this this is like a recital or something. What's going on? It's crazy. Man, so oh man. Well, James, it looks like you're going to say something. Else. Yeah, no, I, I wanted to uh, kind of touch up on like things that I because I'm not I don't want to be the negative Nancy or the negative. No, Nathan, it's fine. It's it's important to talk about the negatives. Yeah, I, I was curious because I want to get you guys like negatives after I talk about a couple of mine. Uh, one of them is selfish. One of them, I think, is a little bit more valid. The selfish one is I just want to see more of the game itself. I just I love football so much that I wanted to actually see Danny Rojas's buildup. I wanted to see like 10 minutes of the game. And I know they weren't going to do that, but they do cut away from the games pretty quick in the show. So mm. I don't feel like the impact is felt on the field but it is felt off the field so thank god there's at least some sort of emotional pull like we get to understand like what the players went through and piece it together in our heads and then the second thing is what you brought up earlier gabe where in the locker room jamie tart's father comes and scolds him that scene was very quick i almost kind of wanted an entire like two or three minute scene of like them speaking and having a dialogue because we don't really understand what jamie tart goes through it's a lot more expository like he tells us that yeah you know i was always i had the pressure on my shoulders and then when we see it i'm in and then they just pull away really fast and i'm like ah man i wish we would have gotten just a little bit more of that yeah, because that that kind of ties into when what was the episode when they were trying to get rid of the um I guess the the train the rehabilitation room was like cursed and they were yeah. trying to figure out <laughs> they're all in the pub and they're like you know we got to figure out how to get rid of this curse thing and then they start arguing about Martin Scorsese films and I'm like. <laughs> And then they're, they're, they're like, about to light the fire. They're like, we should probably do this outside. <laughs> yeah. the building on fire. Coach, Coach Mary's like, yeah, we should probably do this outside. He's like, oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, and it's little things like that. Like Coach, like Ted Lasso, he's he he's sharp, but like there are there are small things to get by him. Because if that was like Michael Scott, he would have just lit up the right. whole place. Right. But I do agree with uh, James when, you know, we don't see as much of the game like we do in like Friday Night Lights. You see like play by plays all the time. But in a show like Blue Mountain State, like even though that is like an American football show, it is more off field than on. But you do feel, you know, the effects of when they go and play and things like that. But I do agree. I kind of wish we saw a little bit more because I feel like it. Like, I mean, shows get people into like certain hobbies all the time, even with uh Queen's Gambit. Like so yeah. many like I've known like so many people have kind of just like looked more into chess and picked up chess and things like that. So it would be nice. And maybe we'll see a little bit more of that in season two. But was there anything uh, any negatives or uh, any I guess concerns that you have so far of the uh the series game? Um I mean, just one, but it's really like nitpicky. I didn't love that Ted slept with Rebecca's friend because because mm-hmm. Ted is like just so like kind of like pure and he's almost like a child, right? And having have a one night stand like a hookup, it just it. I know why they did it and it's fine, but it felt weird. Yeah, yeah, and they don't they haven't like even since that has happened, they haven't really touched on it. I mean, like yeah. you know, coach and coach have kind of talked about it and. You know, that kind of goes into the diamond dogs, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, I, I do. I do agree with both of your guys' uh, criticisms. Um, those are actually probably be mine as well. Like I couldn't really find anything, you know, like it'd be, I guess small little nitpicky things. Cause like Gabe said, you know, Ted is kind of painted as like this, you know, Southern Kansas saints in a way, you right. know, just the way he portrays himself and, it does feel a little bit out of character that he did that, but I guess maybe it was him just being more on the low point of his life. Yeah, you know? yeah. Maybe the, I'm not entirely sure. No, I mean that, that's 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 why they did it, and I, I think it worked. Um, yeah, but it still like kind of make me feel like I don't want to see this. You know, again, he's yeah. like a child almost, right? He's like <laughs> Peter Pan or something with amazing biscuits. <laughs> I love it. And like, as soon as he started bringing uh, Rebecca biscuits, I'm like, I bet you he made those. Like, oh, you guessed that, Christian? I, oh I yeah, I guessed it at first because, well, because he wouldn't tell her where he got it from. I'm like, okay, yeah, he definitely made these. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, wow, that's crazy. But it was, it was nice. Like, I like, you know, it's it's Ted just going the extra mile, and even when he has something negative to say, it's like 
dude, it's like, I can't not be mad at you. Like, I can't be mad at you at all. And <laughs> even when he's um, interviewing the guy from the independent, um, like, Trent one of the Krim, most, the independent. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also another great performance by that guy. Right. Like he's You're right. like, he's good. He's, I mean, he's not in it very much, but he's good. No. Yeah. And you know, when he's writing, like, I guess the expose piece on Ted and he like ends it with, he's like, I can't help but root for him because, you know, they right. go through, you know, um, when they go to Roy Kent's um, niece's uh, school and, you know, helping out, uh, going to the uh, the one restaurant where, you know, they were saying that the food was too hot. And he's like, well, he's, he's like, he's put it on my plate. You know, he's like, I don't want to embarrass her family because, you know, they asked for it. And it's like, that's like what real Southern like hospitality and like mannerisms should be like that is what the southern now you don't see that down here in nashville i'm sorry you just don't <laughs> <laughs> but maybe if i go to kansas i'll see it we'll, we'll, we'll have to see but yeah great great show overall um was there i know we're coming up here on time i don't want to keep you guys here too long um any other last like comments concerns about the show before we get out of here you know give you guys an uh, opportunity to you know, tell everyone what's coming up on your channels, on your podcast, and we'll kind of say our goodbyes. <laughs> Just one thing from me. I don't know, James, if you want to say something else, but for me, I don't want to see the show go on for too long. And that, mm. that's what I keep like feeling with many shows. I feel the same with, I feel like to me right now, the shows that I have like on a pedestal are, are Cobra Kai and Ted Lasso. They're just like the shows like to beat in my, in my brain. Um, for me, I'm not saying everybody should, Oh, but everybody should love Ted Lasso. What, what's wrong with people? But um, yeah. <laughs> I, I would say that I, I read somewhere that it might just go on for three seasons, which I think would be perfect. perfect. I, I, we don't need more than that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess they could stretch it out, but then it would just be like a shell, like a hollow shelf itself, a former self. And it's it, it's hard, even like we've seen it with, um, the Walking Dead. I think they're finally on their last season, which I thought they were already done. They're but finally I, the last one, but it's going to be extra long. And so it's like, it's like you know, I watched on a the trailer. Yeah, yeah. They, they don't know how to do that. Like, they, they, <laughs> I saw the trailer for the next season. I haven't seen it for like what three years. Whenever everybody stopped watching, and yeah. I, I um, I watched the trailer. It really does feel like it's the exact same thing that it that it that it's always been. Like you have a couple of zombie kills, Daryl holding a crossbow, somebody saying, oh, we're being attacked by people, not by zombies or, you know, like shit like that. I don't want Ted Lasso to be just a process of the same thing. Right. Just repeating itself. Just just have a, a like a short three, four seasons if you want, whatever. But just have like beginning, middle, end and just end it because it's too yeah. good to not do Yeah. That. Yeah, definitely end on a high note. But James, yeah. uh, any last uh, uh, comments? Yeah, for sure. And that's a great point, by the way, Gabe. Uh, before I get to my thoughts, I actually think that this show will win a lot of Emmys. And when it does, Apple TV Plus would be dumb if they didn't renew it for a third season. And they actually, mm -hmm. since it's weekly, if they have enough numbers by the mid-season point for this for season two, you know they're going to renew this thing. Like, they're yeah. going to put the news out, hey, it's been greenlit for a third season. We begin filming next year, or like the end of this year or whatnot. So I, I do think that, you know, it'll get renewed for a third season. But I agree, Gabe. I would hate to see this thing get stretched Damn. out to five, six, seven seasons and then it turn into the office where Jason Sudeikis <laughs> leaves. Because that would right. be awful. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. Imagine that. Oh, God. No. The show's yeah, called Ted Lasso. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they got away with it with The Office because it's called The Office and it's based off of the UK Office, which sometimes I think I like a little bit more. But we'll really. So I, 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 just, I love dry British humor. I don't know what it is. It cracks me up every <laughs> single time, and I don't know what it is. I just accept it. So. <laughs> For sure. And I guess my overall thoughts on the show is uh, through one season, the first season, I think this is a very rare occurrence where a show lives up to the hype that everyone has been producing for it. And for me, it exceeded the hype because my friend told me the show's great. And I'm like, oh, it's great. Okay, well, I know a lot of great shows. I've watched a lot of that this year. But when I started the season, I knew that this was something special. And that's because Ted Lasso really is one of the 
I, one of the more like tight shows that you have, like in terms of runtime and script, it never gives you fluff. Not one scene is wasted. Honestly, I think right. every scene is always going to pay off in some form or fashion. And I never think that episodes overstay their welcome. I do think that they give enough shine to everyone else. Like I mentioned earlier, it's not just about Ted Lasso. And I mean, this is really uh, the most perfect show that I've seen in a very long time, to be honest with you. Oh, wow. <laughs> Agreed. Honestly, yeah, I, I would have between this and Mayor Town, that well, that destroyed me. So I won't even get into that. <laughs> but yeah, this and Cobra these, Kai for me, this and, and Cobra Kai, I just obsessed with. I both. still need to watch it. Oh God, Christian, to you gotta watch Cobra Kai. I, I kind of noticed your Leo, face, and I was Leo's like, been, he hasn't seen it. Like, like I noticed you made a face like, <laughs> I was like, no, like, I don't want to be that person. But but you're, no, you're yeah, Leo, me, he's. You haven't seen it either? <laughs> I've seen one episode and I'm like, okay. Oh, God. Let's I, I do want to watch it. No, no I, I won't. It, it is, it is, it's up there. I got to, I got to get through Superman Lois. I am going to go through Cobra Kai. Um, trying to figure out. Oh, yeah. I got Titans, DC Titans season three. I, I don't know why I do that to myself, but it's, it's coming. <laughs> it, I just, I, I love the Teen Titans so much. And I'm like, yeah, these other two seasons have been crap but like i'm like if if they get a bigger they have a bigger budget with hbo max so they don't fix it this season i'm out i'm out but then i'll probably be back for season four (laughs) 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 because it's just i don't know what it is but yeah um first before we get into you know the plugs i want to thank you guys both so much for coming on to the show it has been phenomenal i would love to have you guys back you know for season two, once that's over, or for you know any other you know projects that we do, definitely would love to got have you guys back. So, thank you. Nice. <laughs> no, thank but you I so guess <laughs> no problem, man. Uh, let's start with James. Let everyone know where they can find you on the internet and what's coming up on your channel. Of course. So you can find me on YouTube where I post all of my content just by searching Real James, R-E-E-L James, and on any social media platform at It's Real James. And we have been so busy. Like my phrase has been busy but blessed because for as crazy as I drive myself each and every day, editing until like one in the morning and then uploading that same night and can't go to bed until I add all the backend data and then my mind is racing, I start to see the fruits of my labor pay off. And it's so cool. Uh, We're building a cool awesome community, a community that's super inclusive. So I love uh, everything that the channel is shaping out to be. But most importantly, I think it affords me the opportunity to do stuff like this. So I'm very grateful to collaborate with you both and meet you both through this experience. And uh, upcoming, I have Stillwater, uh, that new Matt Damon movie. Uh, Mm -hmm. I've been hearing great things about it. We'll be reviewing that on the channel. iCarly, episode nine. Is it it episode nine? I think so. It's episode nine. Nine, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're almost done with this. Know, Gabe, you need so to watch it. Sad. I'm so it's so sad. good. I, I didn't wake up with iCarly. I don't. I don't think I can get into it. Just... Okay, maybe not, Christian. We can't. Yeah, we can't let him watch it. Then. <laughs> we can't show. convert him. He can Slow. convert us to Cobra Kai. <laughs> I think I'm older than you guys, and I think when iCarly was uh, a thing, I was just. So I'm not going to watch it now. You know, I just like, yeah. Then I definitely yeah. don't recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I just rewatched the original series like a few months ago, and I just gotta love that show so much. I it's just incredible. I grew up with it, so yeah, it's incredible. And I'll be reviewing uh, season two, episode two of Ted Lasso on Friday on the channel, so that'll be fun. Nice, nice. Okay, sorry, Gabe. What about you? Where can people find you on the internet? Uh, puppy, people can puppy. People can find me at uh, <laughs> Film Opinionitis. Um, it's 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 long, but uh, film and then opinion itis um, on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, and filmopinionitis.com is uh, where I review things. Usually, movies and TV, uh, books. Uh, recently, a lot more books um, than than I intended, or though I wouldn't have called the site film something if I intended <laughs> to review books. It's weird. Some yeah, like I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like I mean, it's just eh, whatever. You live with it, right? Um, but yeah. um, <laughs> yeah, I'll be reviewing uh Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time Hollywood, the book. Hopefully, one of Ooh. these days. I just finished it like Saturday, I think, or Friday. Um, so I'll have some thoughts on that. Uh, I also have a, a show on YouTube on the Painted Lines called Cinespection that I mentioned before. Uh, we're in hiatus right now because I mentioned my co-host is on his honeymoon. So <laughs> when he comes back, we'll we'll be back with brand new episodes. I believe we're going to start with Ted Lasso. Um, 
probably because uh, John was uh, the one that 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 convinced me to start watching this. So I'm sure he want to watch this too. Uh, sorry, talk about this too. But we review like just kind of like remember that movie from the early 2000s. That's the kind of thing you know, or remember that yeah. 80s movie that you watched on t- TNT one day or something. That's kind of like <laughs> what we do. Uh, what we do best. So you can find us there in I don't know a few weeks. Okay. All right. Yeah. And again, thank you guys so much for coming on. Uh, what's coming up on the Film Optics podcast? What do we have? Oh, so by the time this is out, our old review has already been posted. So you can find that on platforms around the internet. And this will be dropping on Thursday, the day before the official release of The Green Knight, which we're also going to be reviewing on the channel. I think we're going to, we're actually going to be doing a double feature for jungle cruise and the green knight in one episode and that's going to be dropping next monday which is the 20 oh no yeah august 2nd yeah wow oh my god we're all we're already in august pretty much this is crazy like this entire year is just and last year's blown by. So yeah, our double feature review for Jungle Cruise and the Green Knights dropping on the 2nd of August. And then on August 9th is when we drop our Suicide Squad. Excuse me, the Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't talk about ma- that other one. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is Jack, this is Zack Snyder's Justice League all over again. Well, not all over again, but in the sense where we're probably going to forget about the original one. And I, I, I still don't own it on Blu-ray. I just don't, but let's it's a waste get out of your of money. It would be a waste of your money. <laughs> yeah, it, it really would. I still haven't bought the new wonder woman yet. I'm waiting for like those black Friday sales. Cause that's when I usually get my entire Blu-ray collection from the previous year. You know, we didn't really have one last year. Well, kind of sort of, but I'm, I'm really hoping this year I'm praying for it. But well, let's you get you on a tangent, but would you watch Wonder Woman 84 again? I wouldn't watch it again. Like, I just no. don't want to watch it ever again. <laughs> My it's mom did hours. not like it. I mean, <laughs> she said it belonged in the $5 bin at Walmart. She didn't like it. Exactly. Like, we watched it on Christmas Day alongside with Saul. And she was right. like, there's too much going on in this movie. <laughs> She's like, this belongs in the $5 bin. She was like, what is all of this? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I should not even, even have brought this up. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought it was good. Everyone was looking forward to it. I thought everyone, it was going to be good. Everyone thought it was going to be great. There was no reason for it not to be. Like, everybody yeah. was back. There was no Zack Snyder, like, slow-mo <laughs> need or ultra dark. Anyway, sorry for the tangent. We just said finishing. but uh, No, 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 no. You're totally fine. Yeah. You liked the first 30 minutes in the movie, and then that, that was it. I was like, right. oh, I guess. I've mission accomplished, I guess. But yeah, thank you guys again, and for all the listeners out there, thank you for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian, and we'll see you guys next time.